Now on to the report. Welcome to another exciting episode of Reborn Report. I'm Don Pfeiffer. And I'm DJ Pfeiffer. Hey, we missed a week. Yeah. We, well, sometimes we our schedules don't match up. Sometimes you get COVID. Yeah, you got COVID, didn't you? I got COVID. Well, we moved, well, we went to Michigan to witness Tori's college, yeah, your fiance's college graduation. And then she contracted COVID. It was going around campus, and we didn't even know it. And it was happening the day before. Well, we're not sure where she got it from. Yeah. Well, it was going around campus. Yeah, but we're not sure where she got it from, but we're positive I got it from her. Yeah. Well, you were making out. I don't recall (laughs) doing that. (laughs) Anyway, me and your mom didn't get it, but we rode nine hours in the car home with you. We didn't get it. and um, But we've all been had our shots and our boosters and yeah even and though i had it it wasn't that bad wasn't that bad yeah i had a sinus infection and you kept insisting that i go get tested right uh, we were taking the home test and you said that well those aren't necessarily accurate yeah, so they're not. i went to the medical group and got a regular test and still negative so anyway hey we don't worry about that too much because we put our trust and our faith in jesus right amen not falsely or just blind hope but we believe in the bible and what the bible says and that he's going to take care of us and, well without that it's a state of confusion right yeah. and that's what i want to talk about today i think we have a very uh, we're living in a very confused time and all this confusion is causing a lot of problems it seems that people today are disagreeing more and more and more doesn't it sure I mean, in our last couple of podcasts, we talk about how, how all this stuff is affecting people's attitudes. We, we talked about that, didn't we, for a couple of weeks. And I believe if you get right down to the root of it all, at its very core, it all has to deal with our search and need to find truth. What is the truth? It's an important topic, topic and it's one that we've been talking about now for couple of shows now right mm-hmm. um dj you said to me dad it's probably time to move on and stop being quite so political yeah because this is a <laughs> christian show not not a show on fox news and, and, and you're right uh, and i will do that but today i have just a few more observations of what's happening in our society society today that i kind of want to relate to god and his word because i believe this can help us evaluate and determine what real truth is. Is that okay, DJ? I guess. And then we'll move on, I promise. So what you're saying is you're going to be real political today, <laughs> and then you're not going to be political anymore. I'm, try to go, I'm going to try to reserve myself. So is today bit. your audition tape for Fox News? <laughs> yeah. Well, Besides, God is already putting on, I know you're, you're speaking the truth, DJ, because God has already been putting on my heart, in my spirit, uh, other things to talk about. So that's usually at work. So I get these ideas and I think about it, more information comes to me. And even sometimes while I'm sleeping, I have these dreams about, yeah. you know, it's just the way it seems to happen for me. 
But for today, I want to start with this. There was an English author, Eric Arthur Blair. Have you ever heard about him, DJ? Never heard of him. Okay. Well, he was better known for his pen name, George Orwell. Have you heard about that? Him. Like Orville Redenbacher? <laughs> like the popcorn? No, George Orwell. I don't think it's, maybe it's related. But well, that's George Orwell. Or Orwell. <laughs> yes, right, different spelling. He wrote a novel, 1984. You, you, so you've never read that book? Never read it. Okay. Well, it was written way back in 1949, and it basically warns people about the dangers of a totalitarian big brother type of society with socialist and communistic control over people's lives. It deals with censorship and, and freedom and propaganda. You know, I had to re read it back when I was in high school. It was like part of our English curriculum. And I remember thinking, reading it back then, that it was so far-fetched and it didn't seem to be, have any connection with reality at all. But looking back at that book now, in light of what's happening now in our society, it seems kind of relevant to me. Yeah. Now, I'm just saying, it's just my opinion. Um, you'd have to judge it for yourself. But George Orwell said this. He said something that I totally agree with. He said, and I quote, the further a society drifts from the truth, the more it will hate those who proclaim it. Think about that. Quote. The further a society drips, drifts, not drips. Drips. The further a society drifts from the truth, the more it will hate those who proclaim it. And I think that fits what we see happening in our society today. What do you think? Yeah, Christians are definitely becoming more and more hated by society as a whole. So. Well, it's not just, it's anybody who stands up for truth. It's, uh, it's ultimate truth. People are willing to toss aside, it seems, common sense in the name of not wanting to offend someone. In today's world, I can identify as a woman, and for the most part, society will accept it, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. Let me ask you. What if I identify as your brother or your sister? What if I identify as your father or your mother? You are my father. Well, not you. I'm talking to our audience. Oh, okay. Any close relative, would you then help me out and give me some money? I wouldn't give you my money. If you, you are my father. You don't even have any money. I'm talking about our audience. No, no, but probably not. Why? Why wouldn't you? Because I'm not really your relative, right? Sure. You see what I'm trying to say? Even though I can identify as a truck, that doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean I can put diesel in you. <laughs> <laughs> Say I was caught and arrested for robbing a bank, but then I identify as a person who would never do such a thing as that. Should I then be immediately released? I suppose not. <laughs> no. Now, I know this all sounds kind of foolish, but my, the point I'm trying to make is this. Our society has become so open-minded it seems like our brains are falling out. It seems that people today are trying so hard to avoid the real truth. Hmm. Can I give you just one more example? I'm sure it can be <laughs> just one. Yeah, go ahead. A couple of months ago, we all witnessed a transgender female athlete 
being celebrated for defeating all the top collegiate female swimmers and won the NCAA Division I National Championship. Most, if not all, those female swimmers in that competition were upset about it. And even though I agree that it was unfair to the female swimmers, the point I'm trying to make is this. Transgender people want us to accept them for the way they are. But I know this is harsh, but the real truth is they don't accept themselves for what they really are. So to me, the bigger issue is this. Have we really become a society that believes gender is really that fluid? I mean, I wonder what God thinks about it. After all, he created a man and a woman. Well, I mean, the Bible does give us some insight to what God thinks about it. Because in Corinthians, in Corinth, back when Paul wrote Corinthians, they had these gender ideas and sexual ideas. And it was kind of like modern day America right. where... Well, there's nothing new under the sun, really. Right. But... In Corinth, in, in the ancient Greek times, it, that was the idea that man can indulge in any pleasure he wants. So right. Paul Paul's, Paul's letter to the Corinthians talking about love and what lo godly love is kind of gives us some insight into what God thinks about that. Exactly, DJ. Well, I'm glad you said it so I didn't have to be so political about it. I mean, and then there's this. Our current president, Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> That's political. Now, when he was considering the next Supreme Court judge nominee, he said this. I'm not sure who I'm going to nominate, but I'm going to make sure it's a black female. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But think about this. Well, what there if, is something wrong with it because he should nominate someone based on their credentials, well, not based on what they look like. Right, right. But there's nothing wrong with nominating a black female. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and it, I, I want to make sure people think we're racist. Right. Um, but think about this. What if he said, I don't know who I'm going to nominate, but I'm going to make sure it's a white male. So what would have, have been the reaction? Probably wouldn't have been looked upon too well. No. So anyways, President Biden nominated a black female woman named I don't know how to pronounce her first name, um, Katenya, Katenya, I don't know how it's pronounced. Her middle name is Brown, her last name is Jackson. She seems to be a very nice person for what I've seen of her on television. Seems to be well-educated, well-spoken, and, and seems, for what I know, very qualified for the position. But when she was asked during the interview by Congress, she was asked this question. What is a woman? Pretty simple question, isn't it? But she answered by saying, I'm not a biologist, so I really can't answer that question. That's what she said. It's a very politician's answer. What? Wait a minute. We have a female Supreme Court judge that doesn't even know what a woman is? And yet she will interpret the laws for the rest of us to live by? You see what I'm saying? What's going on? What has our society come to? 
Let me ask you, do you really need to be a biologist to determine or give a definition for what a woman is? No, of course not. All you have to do is keep your brain in your head and use your God-given common sense. I guess I'm technically a biologist since I have a bachelor's degree in biology. Yeah. And I'd say the definition that I knew of a woman before I graduated with a bachelor's degree is the same as now that I've graduated after. So. There you go. Now, the reason I'm saying all this is not to make fun, but it's to point out this. The serious problems we create when we don't acknowledge or recognize that God in his word is the truth that we need to judge everything by. True. Huh? Yep. Romans one twenty two says, professing to be wise, they become fools. Think about that. Professing to be wise, they become fools. Wow. Well, it's like the popular saying that, you know, you hear people say, that usually the quietest person in the room is the smartest person and the loudest person in the room is the dumbest, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. Ego has a lot to do with that, Yeah, right? I think today people are always learning, but it seems like fewer and fewer are coming to the knowledge of real truth. And this is exactly why God's word is so important. And why we need, like we always say, need to make it our instruction book for life. I'm convinced by what I'm seeing happening every day in the world that it's the only way we humans can identify what is real truth. And apparently, even so, what a woman is. Right. <laughs> uh, man, what are you drinking? Oh, some energy drink. What are you drinking? Energy drink. I'm drinking... Hey, I want a new sponsor. We didn't get the uh, coffee. What, what was their coffee? San Francisco Bay French Roast. So now I'm switching. Lipton Diet Citrus Green Tea. If you haven't tried this, this is a good drink. No, hardly any sugar in it. It's got a good flavor. I think it's pretty good for you as far as... It's got vitamin C in it. Yeah. Antioxidants, too. Bob Baron, what are you drinking over there? Do you know what antioxidants are? No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's anti-something. Oxidant sounds something bad, Bo. Well, what's oxidant sound like? Toxic. Oxid. I don't know. What are you oxygen. picking on me? Oh, oxidant. It's, it's so it doesn't have oxygen? <laughs> I can't breathe. I drink this. I can't breathe. No, it's it, it, antioxidants fight against free radicals. Free radicals? Yeah. That's that's a uh, oxygen. Uh, so I'm drinking that to keep from being a radical. It's an oxygen metabolite that has too many protons. I think. No, too many. I don't remember exactly, but it, it's a bad version of oxygen I think in your you've body. Studied too much science. It's like a hydrogen peroxide. If that's in your body, that's not good. You're telling me I'm drinking hydrogen peroxide? No, it fights against it. Oh, good. I don't want to be drinking hydrogen peroxide. That don't sound too good, too quenching. Well. Like I said, Where were you? <laughs> I don't know. Well, like I said, uh, we don't want to just take our word on it. DJ, read what Jesus oh. said in John seventeen seventeen. You know, our opinion doesn't matter. What matters is what God says. We try to base our opinion on his word, right? We try to find out And we truth. base our politics on his word, too. That's why we vote for yeah. whoever we vote for. It's because we think they follow the most godly principles, not because we have some sort of secret agenda. 
it's true. 1717, you said? Yeah, John 1717. He, he was praying to his father. I want to set that up. He was okay. praying to his father when he said this. God. Yeah, he, he, wasn't, was, he wasn't praying to Joseph. He was praying to God. Right. Yes, you're right. Not his earthly father. He's praying to his heavenly father. <laughs> okay. And what did he say? Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. In my translation, it says sanctify them. I like that word, sanctify. It sounds very professional, right? It sounds very holy. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. If you keep going on, it says, just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. And I give myself as a holy sacrifice so they can be made holy by your truth. Wow. That's what's on the line here. Wow. And now because we are straying away. He's obviously talking about the disciples there, but that applies, applies to us. To us. Yeah. The Bible's alive and active. He said, go out and make disciples of all men. Right. Right? He told the original 12. Um, and because as a society in general, we are straying away from God and the truth of his word, I then can identify as a female, a woman, and society will accept it. Well, if that's okay, can I identify as a police officer and go arrest someone? No. Get in trouble for impersonating a doctor. Yeah. So, the, yeah. so then, is it really okay for everything to be changing to where definitions are so fluid that a man can identify as a woman and vice versa. It leads me to think where are we headed? Think about it. Today our society fights for women's rights, but at the same time we become a society that can't even identify what a woman is? Come on, man. Little Joe Biden there. We need to put our brains back in our head and use the common sense that God gave us. DJ, what is a woman? Oh, you're putting me on the spot, huh? Yeah, what is a woman? Well, I'm not really a buyout. No, <laughs> <laughs> a woman is a female. Good. Which she's created by God with two X chromosomes. That makes her a female. Yeah, two X sexual chromosomes. Okay. A male has X and a Y. Okay. That's the difference. Okay. Now, I don't want to get into all this, but there is some people who are born with both or with XXY yeah. or just an X. Mm -hmm. So there is some gray area there, but that's a natural process that happens to the chromosomes. It's like a disease. Right, right. They're diseases. I they call them intersex. I, and I think it's because of sin. And God's perfect. Well, sure. Creation you don't want to get into all that either. Distorted. That's another topic. God's perfect creation is distorted. Th in the past, these intersex babies that, you know, even by just looking at the external genitalia, you can't tell if it's a male or a woman. Right. The doctor would make the decision, and mm -hmm. if whether it's a male or female, and they'd raise the baby as being a male or a female by whatever the doctor said. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting, but I don't think that's the way God intends it to be. Well, you're right. You? It was talking about you're talking. About I don't sin. think God makes mistakes. It's a He's, disease. It's a disease. It's okay. anyway. Yeah. Go on. A disease of the DNA. But so anyway, a woman. A woman has two X sexual chromosomes. Okay. X X. Okay. And she's perfectly made in the image of God. There you go. Good point. She has intrinsic value and worth, and she's deserving of honor, dignity, and respect. Wow, DJ, that's perfect. You're going to make a good husband for Tori. Well, I'm basically a feminist. 
Well, that's pretty easy, though. It's really not that hard to determine what a woman is then, right? Biologically speaking, no. <laughs> no, as long as I'm kind of on a roll here with this. Oh, here we go. I want to talk about the recent Supreme Court leak. Have you heard about that? Yeah. The Roe v. Wade thing? Yep. I want to talk just a little bit about abortion. Now, I know that's a big subject and very controversial, but we, you and me, we believe in the Bible, right? Yeah. That God is the giver of life, and so it's not difficult for us, in, for our opinion, to, it's not for difficult for us to decide if an unborn baby should live or not, right? We go by what God says. But I know there's a lot of controversy and disagreement on this subject. But I do find it interesting that there is a very popular stance by many pro-abortion women who say, it's up to the women to decide. My After body, all, my right, my body, my choice. It's the female who has the uterus, not the man. So it's my body, my choice, right? That's very, very popular. Well, okay. But at the same time in our culture today, a man can identify as a woman and be accepted can you see the double standard here? It's either that or we have a major biological problem. Yeah. Huh? My point is this. Even with the best of intentions, man's ideas and opinions of what reality is or what truth is can get all crazy and cause all sorts of confusion. And that's exactly why we need to seek God in his ultimate truth, in his word, and live by his standard of right and wrong instead of man's ever-changing ideas about truth, what's right and what's wrong. And you, you alluded to it just a minute ago that, you know, we're obviously pro-life because that's what the Bible teaches. You shouldn't uh, mm -hmm. kill an unborn baby. But I don't, I don't like to leave it at just that because... There's obviously still a lot of work that needs to be done with like right. the adoption system. Oh, absolutely. No and doubt about that. I've, I've heard people say, well, how can you be pro-life and you haven't adopted a child? You know, I've heard that. Yeah. Well, I do want to adopt a child in the future. You do? But Yeah, I do. But there's also like a lot that needs to be done with like... Um, Funding and make, providing... Uh, what's, what's the system called? It seems called? like the easy way out is to get rid of the baby. What's the system called where, for um, children that don't have parents? I don't know. The, like where they live. Yeah. Like orphanages. Orphanages. There, there's yeah. a system. I forget what it's called. Well, we need to take care of what God created, you know? That, that's part of... Jesus said, take care of the poor. Feed the, feed the poor. Help the people that are in need. Don't you think a little newborn baby is in need? Yeah. Absolutely. And like I said, that's why we need to seek God's truth and his standard of right and wrong. And what about this, DJ? Every doctor will agree that at about eight weeks of pregnancy, the embryo has developed into a fetus and is a rapidly developing unborn human being living in the womb. Now, you're a medical student, soon to be a doctor, right? Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, I would. Um, I also saw this graphic recently. I don't remember exactly what the like weeks were. I think it might have been eight weeks. It said that the fetus... No, I don't think it was eight weeks. It was 20-something weeks. I don't remember exactly, though. 
But they said the fetus can survive outside the womb. Yes, at twenty some, twenty some weeks. Twenty two, maybe I don't yeah. remember exactly. But that that state that so stage. That's a, listen, between eight and twenty two, what is that like? Just a few weeks. That look how much happens. Right, but after even after that point where the baby can survive out the womb, I think it was every single state in the U.S. except for Texas and maybe Florida now allows abortions after that. Yeah. Oh, after boy. the baby can survive on its own. Outside to me, people want to play God. And there's some states that allow it right up to birth. Well, listen to what I'm going to say here in a minute. I, I'm going to get into that just a little bit more. Okay. So, because I, I read something and saw something recently that they're, they're, they're thinking of making into law, and I want to talk about it. Okay. So let me talk about these comparisons then. It's okay to kill a human being in the womb when? Here we go. We have become a nation that accepts pornography, but we hate abuse. Think about it. When we are a nation who doesn't believe in gender, but we fight so hard for women's rights? Mm -hmm. Are you seeing the inconsistency of what I'm talking about with human way of thinking and human logic? In some of our public schools, they want to teach kids as young as kindergarten in the first grade. You're talking six, seven-year-olds about sexual gender and sexual identity. And they wonder why a lot of the parents are fighting so hard against it. Think about this. We're a nation that believes that no child should be left behind. You hear that all the time in education. But we as a nation have aborted over 61 million children since 1973. And you know, I've heard people say that uh, ending, like, ending abortion as a country is a racist idea because they say that, you know, um, poor people in inner cities that are majority black individuals have, don't have the access to proper childcare. They don't have access to the doctors in order to have prenatal care, stuff think, like that. I think there's always but, a way. Hang on, but listen, my point is abortion is racist. Look up the people that f f like, pushed abortion when it first like when roe v wade first happened look at all those people and look at the statistics for how many abortions have been black babies i know i know so a vast majority of them if you want to talk about racism make sure you look at the other side of the coin too right good point dj boy you're becoming more political than me i'm just throwing facts out <laughs> well where are we all headed with all this i mean have we really lost all sense of morality? You see the problem we're having? Here's what I believe, and you can evaluate this for yourself. As long as we teach our children that it's okay to kill children in the womb, we will never stop a child from killing another child in the classroom. Hmm. Think about that. It seems to me that in today's woke society, you can believe whatever you want, as long as you believe what the radical left or the radical right believes. If not, 
They'll try to cancel you. They'll call you a racist, a sexist, a bad, evil person. It's no wonder our nation is so confused and so divided. I believe that today we are witnessing the logical conclusion of what it looks like when we deceive ourselves, lie to ourselves, and to our kids. In essence, we're teaching the next generation that we're nothing more than animals, and pretty much anything goes. Because belief in God, in the truth of his word, is rapidly becoming irrelevant. It's sad. And without God and his perfect moral standard, we humans are left to our own demise. We get to choose what is right and what is wrong, what is good, what is evil for ourselves. And that's a huge problem. Let me ask you, where would and where does any form of objectiveness come from if there is no God? You see, if we don't live by godly principles and apply biblical moral standards to our lives, we are really all left to make our own decisions on what's right and wrong. Now, just be honest and take a look around. How's that approach been working out for us? Huh? Be honest. Look at the world. Look at our country. Look at our current state of our democracy. And the blatant lack of agreement and almost non-functionality of our federal government lately. You know, Dad, I think everybody, when they... When they're doing something that's objectively wrong, like you're saying, objectively wrong, mm -hmm. you have a thing called a conscience that tells you that you're doing wrong. And everybody hears that when they right. are doing wrong. But when society... Because God put a consciousness, consciousness in right. everybody. But when society strays so far away from what's right into what's wrong, you start to normalize what's wrong. And then that conscience doesn't tell you that it's they're still wrong. telling you, but it's so covered up. Well, you don't even hear it anymore you because it anymore. it's so normalized yeah. that you don't even think it's wrong anymore. Good point. And that's why our economy is getting weaker and weaker and more unstable with record high inflation. I know everybody wants to blame it. Our current administration wants to blame it on Biden and the war, or Putin and the war. And that's partly true, but it's not totally true. This has been going on for a while now. And look at our southern border. It's very close to being a national security disaster. Not just a problem. It's going to be a disaster pretty soon if we don't do something about it. Who and what are we letting into our country? And what long-term effect is it going to have on the state of our nation, the sovereignty of the United States of America? And above all, look at people's attitudes. I mean, we talked about it for weeks now. Look how we're treating each other. I'm telling you, it's so obvious if you open your eyes. We're not doing very well with making our own decisions concerning right and wrong, good and bad. So then, what's the answer? It's simple, really. God's Word. Our instruction book for life. It's the only thing that's above man's standard. It contains the ultimate truth that we humans so desperately need to live a happy, productive life in harmony and love for each other. Yeah. 
It's way above man's natural flawed ways of thinking and acting. God's word instructs us to love God with all of our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. And then it teaches us how to love our neighbor as ourself, doesn't it? Yep. We humans have proven over and over and over again throughout history that we can't do that on our own. Well, remember what we just talked about. Jesus prayed, Father, sanctify them in your truth. Your word is the truth. There's the reason why he said it, isn't it? Yep. That's good, DJ. And even though we're trying to change the meaning of our definitions on gender, on sexuality, and many other basic moral standards of right and wrong, God's word is above man and will always be the absolute truth. For as the Bible says, those who are willing to have eyes to see and ears to hear. God is always right because God is unconditional love and he is holy and he's perfect and he loves us, his creation. But if we as a nation continue down our current path of self-justification with God and the truth of his word becoming less and less relevant, we will see things continue to get worse here in the United States and all around the world. But still there's hope. Yeah, I mean, God's word declares that he is the God of grace and the father of all mercy. That's right, DJ, and thank God for it. But at the same time, it also says that he is the righteous judge of the earth. Huh? And that should put a little fear of God in you. Yeah, and judgment is something that we all will face when we die. But God sent his son Jesus to be that saving grace that you talk about for all of us. He came into this world to pay the penalty for our sin. And when he died that horrific death on the cross and he cried out with his last breath, it is finished. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He paid the price for our redemption. Praise God for that. You know, Dad, what is one of the most common phrases in the Bible? What? Fear not. And you know what's like one of the second most common phrases in the Bible? What? Fear the Lord. Yeah, it's true. Fear God. So you know what that means? Because he's the righteous judge. You know what that means? What? Don't be afraid of God, but be afraid because of what you've done. Exactly. Exactly. But... If you choose to believe in him as your Lord and Savior, you can be reconciled through yeah. faith. Praise God for that. Back into a relationship with God. That's what yeah, reconciled means. You awesome, go back to God. It? Wow, that's awesome. And then you can begin the walk of faith with Jesus and find out, we've read this before, what, that, what God's good and perfect and pleasing will is for your Oh, life. that's awesome, isn't it, DJ? Yeah. I like how God puts that. It's his good and perfect and pleasing will. Yeah. And we can know it for our life. I tell you, then you'll start discovering what the real truth is too, right? Right. Huh? And that you won't have to just rely on man's ever-changing ideas about truth and what's right and what's wrong. Jesus said, God's word is truth, and the truth will set you free. Amen. Brings, brings revelation to that scripture, doesn't it? Sure does. Makes it real. So let me ask you, 
Who or what is the Lord of your life? It's important. You need to think about that. You know, a non-believer, or say an atheist, can't find God for the same reason a bank robber can't find a police officer. You know why that is? Why? They simply don't want to. Makes sense. <laughs> they don't want them to exist. Don't let yourself be like that. I'm telling you, it's harmful human pride and it's self-deception. That's the devil's biggest tool. And it will rob you of the blessings that God has for your life. Myself and DJ, we know that God is real. We know that his word is true. I mean, yeah, that's why we've done so many episodes of this podcast, Reborn Report, giving you many reasons why we believe right. what we believe, right? right? And we've even not just used the Bible, we've used science and history. One time we used even philosophy, even though neither one of us have studied philosophy. <laughs> I it, did a little bit in college. Oh, I didn't. Long, long time ago. But we've given lots of real evidence for the existence of God and the truth in his word, right? Right. That's right, DJ. And on our... If you look back on our very first episode of Reborn Report, it was titled, Is God Real? Is the Bible True? That's why we started. We wanted to lay the foundation. Right? Well, it wasn't our very first episode. Well, our very first episode was just an introduction. Right. But the very first one that we had to talk content about, for right. was that. Right. Well, we wanted to lay the foundation. So right? I'll urge you, if you have any unsettled questions like that, please go back and watch those early episodes because they answer a lot of the questions that many people have. And Everybody if, has that question sooner right. or later. And if you have some other question that we haven't answered in many of our previous podcasts, we probably did. So you just haven't watched that episode yet. We've, we've done talked a lot. All, we've talked all about but that. reach out and ask us. And if yeah, we have, we'll we direct love. you to the episode. And if we haven't, maybe we'll do a whole episode on your question. Exactly. But all in all, really, DJ, it comes down to this. You have to be honest with yourself. You know, the Bible says that nature screams of the existence of God. I mean, just go outside on a clear night and look up at the sky. All the stars and the vastness of it all. And then honestly say to yourself, all of this came from nothing. Huh? It doesn't make sense. Take a look at a beautiful landscape with the trees and the mountains, the beautiful blue sky and the white clouds and the birds and the wildlife, all the beauty of the earth that God has made, and then say to yourself, honestly, all of this came from nothing. I like watching Phil Robertson's podcast, and you know what he says? What? What, what division of salt water made this? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, thinking... That way makes absolutely no sense to any normal way of thinking. And you know what? Only a person who is fooling themselves, deceiving themselves, would ever think that way. And the Bible states in the book of Psalms in a couple different places that only a fool believes there is no God. Not my opinion, God's word. No, God is real. And his word is true. Back in those podcasts that I was talking about earlier, one of the things that stuck with me that we that you said actually is if you come across a house, you never think, how did this house get here? It must have just 
taken millions of years to form <laughs> on its own. No, a house has a creator. Has a, a structure builder. has a builder. Right. And we talked about DNA. DNA is a language. Every language was created. Right. So to say it came from nothing is impossible. Right. Now, God is real. His word is true. And it's the truth we need, especially now in this crazy, messed up, confused world that we're living in today. We as a society need to return or turn to Christ. You see, I've read the last chapter of the Bible and it's plain to see that God wins, right? And this world, even though God gave it to us and it's beautiful, it's not our permanent home. We're all just here for a short time. And as you get older, I'm 63 now, you'll see just like I have, just how fast time goes by and you realize how short this life really is. But on the other hand, Dad, your spirit, your soul, the real you, lives on for all of eternity. Yes, that's true. But why? Well, because the life that God gives to us is eternal because God himself is eternal. Bingo. You got it. That's it. God breathed life into the first man, Adam, and the life he breathed, part of himself, was eternal. The only life. reason we don't live forever still is because of sin. And we think of ourselves too much that I am my body, but I am somebody that lives inside of this body. Yeah, it's like looking out windows. These two eyes. eyes we call that we call eyes. Humans call eyes science because I'm my windows that I see you, right. and I'm looking into you, and I see you physically on the outside. And he's like, man, this guy's pretty handsome. You know, a lot of people have had after death experiences. Say at a car accident. How many times have you heard stories like that? Sure. And they see their body laying there and the parametrics working on it. And parametrics or paramedics? They're paramedics. Yeah, that's the one. There, you're always picking on me because I say words wrong. Well, you also said irrelevant earlier instead of irrelevant. Okay. But I didn't pick on you. I'm, I uh, saved it you. for now. <laughs> and here's the thing. Your physical body dies because of our sin. Right. Right? But because of Jesus' redemptive work on the cross... And his resurrection, which defeated death, he will return. And he will give us a new body, perfect in every way, just like his. Whatever Jesus is, so will I be in that day. And we will live with God for all eternity in glory, in peace, and love. Death, sickness, and pain, God will permanently put away with them. No more worry, no more fear, no more sorrow, anger, and strife. Just like the guys from uh, Duck Dynasties used to say, happy, 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 yep. all the time. Huh? Yep. Isn't that what Phil said? Yep. Happy, happy, happy. We'll be happy, happy, happy all the time, praising and worshiping God. How awesome does that sound? Sounds incredible. We don't even know. But... You have to choose to believe in him and follow the truth in his word. And then it will start to happen for you, That's right? That's right, right. You got to do that first. And so we do these podcasts, these episodes of Reborn Report to speak up for the reality of God and the truth that's made apparent in his word. That's right. And in the midst of this woke world we're living in today, it can give hope to the hopeless. huh? It can bring help 
for the helpless. Huh? <laughs> and a voice of truth that is not based on human opinion, human ideas, but the truth in God's word. So you don't have to be confused or in fear or worried. Today is the day for all of us to prepare for the last day. Today is the day of salvation. Because tomorrow could be the last day. That's right. Even today still could be. Yeah. Today is the day of salvation because death is going to come for each and every one of us. And listen to this. It's coming at the most inopportune time. And when death comes knocking, you will answer. Whether you want to or not, whether you're ready or not, we will all face death. Well, remember this. It doesn't matter who is for you on this earth if God is against you. That's true. And it doesn't matter who is against you on this earth if God is for you. Wow, DJ, that's really good. That's quite profound. Thank you. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. But here's the thing, though. And it's absolutely true. Well, here's the thing. God's never against you. That's true. Unless you're the Satan himself. But he's not going to force you into a relationship with him. And right. you need to make that decision, right? right? Right. No, he created us all and he loves us all and he loves us all equally. And it, it, the Bible says it's not his will that any should perish. But what? That all should come into acceptance of him. Right. We have a part to play in so it. So God's never against you. No. We have a part to play in it, though. It's just whether he's for you or not doing anything for you. Exactly. So in the, well, the end times, the Bible says, many will come to me, but God will say, away from you because I knew you not. You never turned to him, right? Right. And I'm sure he is grieved by that when people die lost. So in the light of all that, I want to encourage you to get right with your maker now. While you still have time. Because truth is, time is running short. Well, DJ, I think we said enough for today. And I'm sorry if I got a little too political with this podcast. And I really don't want to offend anyone, but we do want to stand up for the truth that comes from God in his word. Right, DJ? Right. So thanks for watching and listening. And what's that word you always pick on me about? Watching. Watching. Yeah, watching. It's a new word, watching and listening together. Brilliant. Watching. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I <laughs> think Webster's going to put that in the dictionary real soon. <laughs> Anyways, please consider everything we talked about today. Take it to heart. Believe me, we don't have anything to gain by doing these podcasts, but we want to share the revelation of truth in God's word and the benefits as we have seen it help our life. Huh? That's right, right? That's the only reason we do this. You know, a relationship with Jesus and getting to follow and listen to the Holy Spirit, it's great. It makes your life better. You know, Dad, you remember the scripture we read on our last episode? Which one? It said, Jesus took our sin and gave us his righteousness. It's funny you should say that because I've been thinking about that and going into more discussion on that because that is big. Really good, good I, don't think we, I think we really don't understand that. That's awesome. When you start to see the results of that in your life, which you just said, said, I'm telling you, it will change your attitude and it'll change your life for the better. There's absolutely nothing in this world that can make you as happy as a personal relationship with God can do for you. 
So again, thanks for watching today. And please, listen, subscribe to our channel. We can't seem to quite get to 500 subscribers, so please help us. Subscribe. Let's get over 500 this week. The more subscribers we have, it helps somehow with, I don't know, you mentioned, you figured it out one time, how it helps them promote our podcast so we reach more people with the good news of God's message. Yeah, the more subscribers, subscribers the more people that can be watching. Watching, yeah. And find out what the real truth is. Truth from God's word that you can base your life on. And it will improve your life just like it has for us. I guarantee it. And as always, your comments and questions, like I said before, are welcome. And we'll direct you to a podcast episode that answers it or do a whole episode on yeah, your question. We always appreciate it. It's nice to know we, when somebody contacts us, we know somebody's actually listening. So we hope to see you all again here in two weeks. Right here on Reborn Report, where the Word of God will get you all fired up. Make you happy, too. Right, DJ? Right. All right. See you next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye.